everybody. Welcome to a very quick little bonus Mando debrief. We are doing this totally off the cuff, and we just wanted to get our thoughts for Mandalorian episodes and throw them out there. If y'all like it, let us know. We might keep doing it. We might not. Who knows? We're just trying to have some fun. So on that note, let's introduce our little baby Yoda, Mike. Yes. Very excited. Very excited. Just to have a quick quick chat. These are going to be small little chats, maybe one each episode, 10 minutes long or so. And we're going to talk about what is my favorite piece of Star Wars and post, um, yeah, probably post the uh sequels totally prequels sequels prequels plus yes. prequel sequel favorite. sequel prequel sequel prequels yeah uh, very never mind let's, <laughs> let's do this <laughs> yeah i'm already interested in talking about this because we texted a little bit but we haven't gotten real deep into it but we feel quite differently about this episode so mike would you like to tell me how you felt about the Marshall. yeah mandalorian season two episode one uh book technically Eight is this book nine? What is it? Um, I, I don't know. Chapter nine, chapter nine, yeah, book nine, chapter nine. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the Marshall high, high level. I love it. Um, I, I'm a big fan, I was a big fan of season one. I'm continuing to be a big fan of season two. It's it's just the right, it's the Star Wars I want that, um, post Star Wars saga. You know, everyone knows I'm a everyone, you know, <laughs> Peter, I'm a big fan of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of the prequels and the sequels, the last three movies we got. I'm just not, I'm just, I don't, I don't enjoy, nor do I super enjoy Solo. Um, Rogue One was okay. Um, you know, I've, so I'm, I'm kind of a bit all over the place, but Mandalorian, mm-hmm. I really like. And here's, I'm just going to tell you really quickly why. Mm-hmm. At a high level, it's the right amount of fun with the, right amount of non-canon characters and in the perfect context the context being they are tying some hey some origin stories like the marshal the great dragon right mm-hmm. but that's not an origin story or necessarily a a sneak into something that's so large we're going to ruin it the only time in the original trilogy you see a great dragon is a skeleton for yeah. 3 seconds so playing in that kind of context of telling a story about something like that is really fun as opposed to the Star Wars saga that Disney put out, which is uh, the Skywalker saga that Disney put out that is, in my mind, just really... You're playing with too big of characters. You can't really have fun with it. You're over Wait, you're over-explaining. You're over-explaining everything. Um, I just love this, yeah. Yeah. Um, I am a little bit less excited about it. Um, and it's, it's for completely different reasons. I actually like the things that you are bringing up. I think that is a really good point. And I think especially with the Western vibe that they're going with, they did a great job. Um, the music was great. The they music really, was so good. The yeah. music was so good. Yeah. They, they, the music has been awesome and they really did try to do like, or they did a good job of kind of the Western tropes that they're looking for. Yeah. I think there's a couple things going against it for my own personal taste. First of all, I, I, I'm just, 
I am okay just never seeing Tatooine again. Um, I don't know why, but the second they were like, and it, it, it makes sense with the story and what they're leading toward with Boba Fett that they are trying, it makes sense that's where they would be. So I get that, but I'm just like, there's no part of me at this point that's like Tatooine. And I get that like tingle on in my back, like, oh my God, I can't wait to see Tatooine again. Um, I also just can't, I don't like like save the village stories I've discovered. Um, and I feel like it's been retread a couple times, mm-hmm. even in this show. Well, that's a spaghetti Western for you right there. I know, but it's just, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> I've seen it so many times and I don't know if they brought anything specifically different to this story that really excited me. Um, mm. The last thing is we've talked about it. The Easter eggs are kind of a very tough type rope, tight rope to walk for mm-hmm. me. And oh, that's funny. I will tell you right where it fell right off and where? fell to his death is. Did you notice that uh, Space Amy Sedaris has R five D four? Yeah, I. I just like rolled my eyes so hard at that. And it's see, see, that's the level of I'm okay. I would have been, it would have been a problem if it was a bigger droid. But again, that droid was in the movie for maybe 15 seconds at most. And so because of that, I am okay with playing in that territory. It's like, that's the kind of like discovery of, um, you know, of the pieces like untread. I'm okay with, yeah. Expanding the universe goes into R five D four. So does the, you know, the whole stories. There's a whole story about R five D four and, you know, um, uh, the, the book that tells all the story. What is that one? Um, from a point of certain point of view, but it's just the right zone of playing with that. That makes me okay. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of bugged me because it's like, why did it have to be that specific droid? Like, yeah. it just, it's the, that shrinking of the world thing that it just, it bugs yeah. me. Like, I would have been cool if it was like a droid in that style that kind of was a throwback to the original trilogy, kind of an homage, like the Ralph McQuarrie stuff. Um, but it's just like, so in the world, R4 blew its top, blew its top, and then she just like it just got into her hands the other thing that really bugged me was this hasn't been confirmed but it sure looks like Cobb vanth was riding anakin's pod racer yeah i saw that too i i've seen things that it is or it isn't um. yeah it looks exactly <laughs> like it i'm looking at a picture right now of it and it's yeah. just like again all the, the little coincidences it just bugs me yeah it's see th- th- this stuff is small enough for someone like me who has bad vision to miss on the first <laughs> viewing of something and just be immersed in the fun of it, it's not distracting enough, especially for a casual fan. But for you know, deep cut fans like us who run a freaking podcast, of course mm-hmm. we're gonna pick up on all that stuff and like the Pearl and the Dragon, or oh, that's Cobb Vanth from Aftermath. I know that character. You know what I mean? It's like that stuff is gonna normal casual viewers i'm gonna say 80 90 of viewers of this are it's just gonna go over their heads mm-hmm. and so that's where i think it's the right amount of playing with unlike 
you know, no one was going to, or some people still did, <laughs> but take it up to um, the, uh, the, gosh, what's I? This is amazing that I'm blanking on the newest uh, Ray Skywalker film. Uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise. I can't remember the name. I can. Yeah, Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. I've seen it one and a half times. Is why. That's funny. But you know, you're not going to watch Rise of Skywalker and go. You know, oh, who is? Oh, that's the Emperor. Oh, I can't believe I almost missed it. It's like so, <laughs> like yeah. that's bringing that's unearthing a character that is like everyone is gonna understand. Even then, not everyone understood it. There was probably ten mm-hmm. percent of the audience who was like, "Wait, I don't know who that is." But that is just a level of depth I don't care to play with. That is way too deep. Of just that's when it's basically using. Um, pieces of story to make them cash cows to bring back people like it, that seems like a business choice whereas these ones feel fun and expanded universe to me and small enough for them not to be distractors I could ignore all the easter eggs which yeah if we're talking about what are the easter eggs it's stuff like the dragon pearl from the crate dragon right yeah. this is an expanding universe thing which is I bear like I it was in the back of my mind. I had to look it up or things like mm-hmm. um, Boba Fett's jetpack not really firing right or that the yeah. fact that that was even J- Boba, Fett's, Boba Fett's armor or to your point, the pod racer mm-hmm. we see or we have things like, yeah, again, Cobb Vanth or R5-D4. So these are the little Easter eggs or Constable Luzio, whatever his name is. So there's Zuvia. Yeah. These are the kind of Easter eggs or even the Crate Dragon itself. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's what I was saying about it being a tightrope. Like, for me, it just, those couple ones were a little too much for me. Like, I like the, like, I like a lot of the ones that you called out, I actually think were really clever. I like the great crate dragon pearl. um, That's a deep enough little Easter egg that was fun for me. And the one that I actually did really love, I thought this scene was pretty cheesy and it bugged me when he's like, take care of the child and then like does his like generic heroic stuff. But I really like that he could just make the, the jetpack fly away by hitting it, which is a flaw from the old ones. Like that's just, that made me (laughs) chuckle. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. Um, The other thing is just for me, I'm, I, I'm so over just giant monsters too. That's just another, it's like the, the peril fatigue thing we've talked about. I'm just, See, it's, it's just not cool. interesting this to me. This one was cool enough for me. Yeah. And I don't know. This one was cool enough. I'm also such a big Dune fan that <laughs> yeah. um, anything in the sands for some reason is feels pretty unexplored outside of Dune. Mm. Um, I think large, you know, creatures, I don't know. Yeah, I I get that. I, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm getting into dangerous territory where I'm over defending it now. <laughs> it's okay. I, um, yeah, I it's I'm just taking it for what it is. Where it's like I just want to have fun. I don't really care about the major plot points outside of Baby Yoda. Yeah, and I'm okay with going from town to town. I mean, again, the spaghetti western is all about a gunslinger coming into town. And it's a dusty, scrappy frontier town. You know, there's it's threatened by a gang or mm-hmm. people who come in and always demand money or we're coming back for the money. You better have it next time. And yeah. them being met with the sheriff. And so it's like, and even 
I think I was I texted you this. Like I kind of love the video game plot of yeah. Okay, to get my armor, like it feels like World of Warcraft. You need <laughs> to um, first defeat this monster and then come back and then you can claim the armor. And it's like these are very video game silly tropes, but they're so silly and I don't think we're supposed to take them seriously. Unlike the you know the Skywalker you know recent trilogy where it's like they didn't really want to have fun they were trying to be super serious and connect all these dots and do this like it just yeah it's just been fun for me yeah yeah i appreciate that and i'll just to close it out on my end i'll say a couple of the things that i did i did like too was um i thought the Cobb vance thing was handled fairly well um i predicted i thought that it that the Boba Fett thing was going to be a misdirect and it was going to be Cobb Vanth. In a way it was, but they're kind of cleverly introducing the actual Boba Fett, which you know I'm not a huge fan of Boba Fett, so I'm interested to see how that plays out in this series. Um, Also, I just effing love Timothy Oliphant. I think he's so great. He looks smoking hot in this. I'll say that too. And then also it's freaking hilarious to me that he's playing another freaking marshal. When I saw the the episode was named the marshal, yeah. I just instantly was like, "Oh, that's Timothy Oliphant. He's played a marshal in this. He played it in Justified. He played it yeah. in. He's playing one in Fargo right now. He played a marshal in Deadwood as well. I've never seen someone so typecast before, and I find it hilarious. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. And what a fun role though to yeah. be given. Like that's just a really fun role i don't know he's yeah. great yeah we'll, we'll see i am interested to see how this holds up if this continues if this mm-hmm. if it falls apart um I, I, my expectations are if we get eight episodes to have three of the eight be really plot driven and the other five of the eight be something like this where it's just accumulating characters and essentially building the team and doing little side quests so, yeah, we'll yeah. See. It maybe it felt like one of the st- the episodes I don't like in Rebels, and that's what I'm responding to. But we'll see. I'm excited to go forward with it. Um, do you have anything else you want to bring up? No, just nope. excited to watch more. Yeah, well, again, you can find us at Rebels Rebels Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and stay tuned for more Rebels and D and D fun. Mando, see ya.